way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why we decided it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. From the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute, we're joined by Erica. Good morning. Good morning. How's your weekend, Erica? Um... <clears throat> Busy and relaxing. Oh, it can be yeah, both. Saturday was a full day. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I have a little personal project that mm. I'm about to launch. And so fu- last minute, uh, you know, preparations. and Cliffhanger, uh, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sunday, yeah, I just just worked from home and uh, rested. Okay. Yeah. okay. So we need a little bit of rest despite all yeah. the crazy last minute decisions you're probably making. How about you? How was yours? You know, I did have a lot of errands to run. I can't. I don't understand why. Maybe during the weekday, I just didn't do enough and clean the house. Happens. That seems to happen every week. Yet yeah. there's every nook and yeah. cranny to re-clean. Of course. That's how I spent my weekend. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and ready to rumble. Let's jump into our first buzzword of the day. So, I mean, this the pictures are everywhere. I mean, it was a particularly hot and humid weekend. Yeah. And people are spotted across Common Plaza because now it is reopened to yes. the public. Mm-hmm. Um, it took one year and nine months of construction and the plaza is finally open to the public. It opened on Saturday, actually. And to celebrate the completion of the new plaza, the Cultural Heritage Administration hosted uh, a wide range of events, including the ceremony of the Royal Palace Chief Gatekeepers, also known as the Sulla Parade or the Sumunjang Sulla Uishik in Korean. And uh, this parade, uh, it took place on Saturday, but it's going to be held every day until August 14th, uh, except on Tuesdays when the palace shuts down as well as on those rainy days so today you might be out of luck right apparently monsoon season is back it's yeah it's it's been raining a lot did it ever go away it's a little confusing it was this year. it was raining when i when i got here this morning <laughs> there you go not <laughs> a lot but <laughs> all right so today might get canceled but the point being the cultural heritage administration insists that they want to keep this sulla parade up now i've seen the changing of the guards at the gate yep, is yep. this what this is um it's, diff- no, a, little it's a little different. bit different okay. uh sulla refers to the night patrol oh. of the royal gatekeepers uh, of the Joseon dynasty, the gatekeepers had to walk along the perimeters of the palace walls at night to prevent things like fires and theft okay. and uh, perhaps trespassing. Mm. Uh, and the parade is a reenactment of the traditional palace patrol. Now, the parade will showcase the clothes and weapons from uh, King Sejong's reign. Now, although the ritual traditionally took place at night, the reenacted parade is going to take place during the day because that's when there are more people uh, around <laughs> the area. I guess I'm makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so the parade begins with 50 gatekeepers leaving Kwanghomun Gate at around 10:15 a.m. When the changing of the guards come to an end, uh, the gatekeepers walk along the new Kwanghomun Plaza, which by the way is slightly over two times larger compared <laughs> to before. Uh, and when the gatekeepers reach the statue of King Sejong, mm-hmm. they stop to take pictures, of course, with the citizens <laughs> and visitors. That's probably a little bit different from what was happening in Joseon Dynasty, but <laughs> there you have it. It's supposed to be a tourist attraction, so there yeah. you go. You can totally take a selfie uh-huh. with these guards. Now, about two-thirds of Common Square had been fenced off since the month of October in 2020. Seoul City's plan was to redesign the area, amp it up, apparently increase its size so that it's yeah. more pedestrian-friendly and a little bit more like a park. That's right. Uh, the plan involved expanding the Kwanghwamun Plaza westward 
and eliminating southbound traffic lanes between the plaza ah. and the Sejong Center for the Performing Arts. Mm. Now, according to Seoul City, the latest facelift included uh, increasing greenery around mm. the area. Uh, it takes up a quarter of the plaza, actually. Okay. 5,000 new plants have been planted, including 300 tall trees. They're not really, really tall, <laughs> but they're going to grow. <laughs> now, new fountains have been installed as well. Very popular. You okay. mentioned it was a very hot weekend. Yeah. You know, you could see kids just splashing around. So it, much fun. It's it's the fountains that's encouraged uh, yeah. for, for children to actually step over. So it's not one of those, you know, it's not a Trevi fountain. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Apparently, during a tourist season, people are spotted in Trevi fountain too, which is... That always happens. Why? I, 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 I beg of you. But this is a different kind of fountain where yeah. we're encouraged to splash around. Exactly. Now, the domains of Yukjogori, which means Street of the Six Government Offices, Mm. Uh, as well as the structures discovered during the construction, including stone foundations, mm. waterways were discovered as well, mm. and other relics, including ceramic ware, are also on display for everyone to see. Now, the city government says that the rallies and protests that <gasps> once used to, well, occupy the entire area yeah. will no longer be authorized in the plaza. So they really want to turn it into a park, yeah. a tourist hotspot, and this will be allocated elsewhere. That's right. All right, on to the next. One of the world's largest dolmen sites in Kime found to be damaged for yes. some reason. So this is a 350 metric ton Bronze Age dolmen in Kimhe City in Gyeongsangnam-do province. And it was recently discovered to have been damaged during a recent restoration work. Oh. Uh, the dolmen, by the way, is one of the largest in the world. It's most ironic that it was during a restoration work that it was damaged. Yeah, I yeah. do wonder then, how was the damage itself discovered? Uh, it was yeah. discovered by Cultural Heritage okay. Committee members who visited the site in late July. Uh, the members were there to carry out uh, inspections for the dolmen's designation as a national historical site, they found yeah. and they reported the findings to the Cultural Heritage Administration. Okay. And as a result, all the restoration work has been halted oh. as of August 1st. You know, I do wonder, because uh, to someone like me that is not uh, trained to see all the uh, damages, uh, I wonder how how noticeable the damage or how big it is. You know, the extent, the exact extent of the damage is not yet known, mm. or they don't even know how the dolmen was damaged in the first place, okay. but the administration is currently inspecting the site to okay. determine the extent of the damage. I mean, if it was, for example, natural causes, then they, ha- they would have mm. to figure out a better way to preserve it, right? That's what they're trying to find out. Okay, so h- how long has this restoration project been going on for, and what kind of work is actually involved? Yeah, so Kim He began this uh, multi-phased restoration project of the Dolmen in December of 2020. Mm. The restoration work involved removing the upper capstone mm. that served as a roof, as well as the lower layer stones, which mm. served as the foundation mm. for the dolmen. My untrained uh, plebeian eyes cannot tell. It just tell. looks like a boulder. <laughs> it does. Right? We'll leave it up to professionals yeah. to figure it out. Uh, I, I do wonder, when was dolmen first discovered? Well, this particular dolmen, there, there are so many. I think Korea has one of the largest number Really? Yeah, of dolmens in the entire world. Isn't that surprising? Absolutely. There are plenty in the Kanghwado area as well. Um, you can go on Google and look it up. <laughs> Anyways, this dolmen was discovered in 2006 during a housing development project in Kusandong in Kimhe City. Mm-hmm. Now, the dolmen, like I said, is currently the largest in the world. It measures 10 meters in length, mm-hmm. 4.5 meters in width, and 3.5 meters in height. So it's gigantic. I mean, even just by looking at the yeah. photo, we can tell just how large that piece of stone is. There's a person there. 
a worker. Yeah. And there's your comparison. Yes. Mm. Now, at the time of the discovery, mm. uh, Kim Hee preserved or tried to preserve this artifact by filling the area around the dolmen with soil. Now, uh. this was a temporary measure because at the time, they didn't have enough budget. Okay, so I or mean... Or that was their explanation at the time. Okay, so... <laughs> Yeah. It was a temporary measure. Yes, that's okay. right. Okay. And on Saturday, Kim Hye admitted to its faults and said it would follow the Cultural Heritage Administration's decisions moving forward. Okay, now that it's brought to our attention, maybe they can allocate more budget to fix yeah, the situation. I, I mean, it's such a pity that, you know, we discover something precious. That's right. It's in our interest to preserve it. Yeah. And yet we didn't have enough budget for it. You know, Kim Hye City yeah. insisted. They said, okay, the fault is ours, yeah. but uh, they insisted that no heavy equipment was used in the the removal of the stones. Okay. Uh, the stones that have been affected by natural conditions apparently were removed manually mm-hmm. and were treated with strengthening materials before being placed in their original locations. Okay. Um, however, according to the Cultural Heritage Administration, uh, the act of removing stones in itself mm-hmm is damage done to the site. This is because the first principle of historical site preservation is to maintain its original form at all costs. I am wondering if there was a relics expert at the site when the removal was happening. Relics yeah. require a very specific type of knowledge and expertise. Like I said, I have no idea what I'm looking at. And right. it, for preservation and restoration, it takes a very specific team, Of course. Yep. Um, when the committee members visited in late July, they saw a local civil engineering company conducting the restoration work, Mm -hmm. uh, but apparently there weren't any experts Mm. present at the site. (sighs) Yeah. Now, this dolmen was designated Gyeongsangnam-do Province Monument Number 280 back in 2012. And uh, yeah, according to the administration, all restoration plans for cultural artifacts that involve uh, moving the artifacts from the original location must be reported for review, but apparently no such report was submitted. Okay, so there yeah. seems to be a few red flags along yeah. the way. I mean, the thing about it is we need precedence for us to move forward, mm-hmm. right? And to better t- better take care of the, well, the restoration process. There you have it. Now, speaking of experts knowing best... <laughs> I'm sorry, this this news was everywhere over the weekend, and I found it to be hilarious. It is funny because there's a certain level of expectation when yeah. someone with, I don't know, credibility, yes. a stellar following, uh, talks about their specialties, we assume that they're telling the truth. Now, yeah. what is buzzing online? Yeah, so this uh, French scientist, very renowned, well-renowned scientist, uh, he has apologized after he tweeted a photo of a slice of chorizo. That's right, it's a sausage claiming it was an image of a distant star taken by the James Webb Space Telescope. (laughs) But can I be honest with you? A lot of times when those telescope images first appear, all I can take away are the colors are beautiful. Right. What am I looking at? But it looks stunning. It looks like something out of sci-fi. And then I'm out. And that's just the uncomfortable truth. So when someone with this kind of credibility comes out and says, this is a Webb Space Telescope image. And this is a star. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like a star to me. And it looks like a chorizo, too. (laughs) We're streaming the image in case you guys are wondering. So the Webb Telescope is the most powerful telescope to ever launch into space. It officially began scientific observations last month on July 12th. We got stunning images out of it. We really did. But I do want to know more about what happened exactly with the chorizo incident. So the name of the scientist, he's uh, Etienne Klein. Uh, He's a celebrated physicist and also director at France's Alternative Energies and Atomic Energy Commission. 
edition. Mm-hmm. And he shared this image of the spicy Spanish sausage on Twitter last week. Mm-hmm. And in the post, he praised the level of detail <laughs> it provided. Now, the photo was shared with more than 91,000 of his followers. <laughs> and the post was quickly retweeted and commented by Thousands of users who took the scientist by his word. I mean, why shouldn't? Why wouldn't they, right? Why wouldn't I? I mean, it looks like a start to me. I'm telling yeah. you. Uh, things, however, were not quite as they seemed. No. Klein, you know, realized that things quickly got out of hand. <laughs> he admitted later in a series of follow-up tweets that uh, the image was, in fact, a close-up <laughs> of a slice of chorizo taken against a black background. And there's been plenty of black backlash from members <laughs> of social media uh, to which he responded, quote, in view of certain comments, mm. I feel obliged to specify that the tweet was a joke. <laughs> Let's learn to be wary of the arguments from positions of authority. Ah. Yeah. And to make amends, he posted an image of the, the stunning cartwheel galaxy. Mm. And he assured his followers, this photo is genuine. <laughs> it, do you think he was trying to make a point about fake news and how it, how it, how it does spread quickly? Maybe even the notion that we trust the so called experts and that's a pretty large group you right. think about it unquestionably I don't know I don't know what his intent was but he <laughs> said it was meant to be a joke okay but okay. you know people believed what he said funny story I, I showed this to my uh, boyfriend yeah. and, look this is a star look at it isn't it incredible and he's like that's a sausage <laughs> he knew <laughs> right away <laughs> some uh, people some people so just funny. have better eye honestly right? I would have just said yeah sure it's a star it's a red star same here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Thank you so much, Erica, for such a fun conversation. <laughs> Pleasure. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.